0: Hello Cancer Friends, my name is Kathy Hannes and I am so excited because today I am launching a brand new podcast. And this podcast is all about people coming together. I bet you're wondering, what does Hello Cancer Friends mean? I will tell you. Uh, So if you've been touched by cancer, Even if you haven't been, first of all, who are you? Because it seems like everybody's been touched by it, but um, it can be really hard. And I think the more friends, the better. And if you haven't been touched by cancer, you know, maybe you need a little inspiration in your life or maybe a dose of reality, like listening to cancer stories, the good and the bad. You know, maybe that just puts things in perspective. I know it has for me. So um, Hello Cancer Friends is for all of us. It's for everyone to have somebody to listen to, to learn from, to lean on. And it's a place to share your story. How do you share? Well, I'll tell you that too. Uh, I have a website. It is HelloCancerFriends.com which, by the way, I need to give a shout-out to my husband, Tom, who did all of my graphic design work and my website and everything. You are just incredibly talented, and you did such a great job, and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, honey. So uh, go to my website, HelloCancerFriends.com. There is a section, oh, about halfway down the homepage, and it says share at the top. So go to that section and share your story. Tell me how you're doing. I, I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear, you know, um, things that you'd like to talk about. What's your situation? Are there things you're curious about? Is there a topic you'd like me to cover? Maybe you'd even like to do an interview with me. I mean this is new. I I don't have strict guidelines here. I'm just kind of winging it and I thought it'd be great to talk to people too. If you if you want to be on the podcast. Otherwise, I'll just share your story. I'll read your story from your online uh uh submission to me. I'll be reading some of those. So, if you're shy and don't want to talk or whatever or have other reasons You know, I suppose I could even look into like a voice disguiser if you're private, you know, like, you know, those rah, rah, rah. That'd be kind of fun. And, you know, we could do, I'm flexible. I'm totally flexible. The point is, let's get together. Let's, let's talk. Let's have friends, make more friends. I think it's just going to be fantastic. So that is my idea. And again, it's HelloCancerFriends.com. Super easy to navigate. Check it out. So my inspiration for all of this started <laughs> actually not that long ago because I was at my last appointment uh, for treatment for my cancer. And, um, you know, we're alone now when we go because of COVID-19. Um, I don't bring anybody with me to my appointments and uh I, I just, I kind of look around the room when I'm waiting and, you know, I, I, I can't see people's faces. It, it used to always be, you know, you can kind of get a feel for how people are feeling. And, you know, I mean, you're in a cancer treatment waiting room. Everybody's not like super happy, but I don't know. I just kind of got the feeling that, you know... I was wondering what, what are other people going through? And I know that how lucky I am. I have a support network that is enormous and I have people I can call, people I can lean on and but I'm I'm looking at all these other people and maybe it was just because we're all alone, but I was thinking, Well, what do these guys do? Or who do they have in their life? You know, who, who, who do they, who do they have to talk to? So I thought, you know, maybe this could be a way for us to all talk about this and, and share some really great stories. I know there are really positive stories out there. I know there are miracles to be had. I really think that I'm one of them. So, uh, I'd, I'd really love to get the word out there, and that's what Hello Cancer Friends is all about. It's about taking those cancer lemons and turning them into lemonade. We are going to be making so much lemonade on this podcast. It's just going to be awesome. We're not drinking Kool-Aid. That's a different show. We are making lemonade. So don't forget, uh, HelloCancerFriends.com. I need you. I want to hear from you. Please go to the website and uh, tell me your story. Or just tune in and listen. So somebody's got to go first. So I, I'll, I'll go first. I will tell you my, my cancer stories first. And um, it doesn't start off with me. I, you know, first time I really had uh, involvement with cancer was when my dad was diagnosed with bladder cancer back in 2007. And you know, it was it was really a shock to the system. I didn't expect it. I I didn't know what it was going to be like. I just knew it was really scary. And the thought of losing him was just too much to handle. So, um, I we we all went through the motions and uh, got a big dose of what cancer is like. And Dad did great. He's you know big strong guy and big you know he's not he's he's not gonna just lay down and you know he's not that type of person. He's gonna duke it out. And he did. And he did great. And I was really proud of him. Taught me a lot about life as he had all, all along my life, all throughout. But uh, so we, you know, things got different for him physically. And oh gosh, God knows he had his struggles, but we, we had many, many uh, good times despite the cancer. And then uh, 2011 rolls around and he wasn't feeling so good, and, and he's got cancer again. It's like, what? That is so not fair. It's just not fair. Uh, and it wasn't a recurrence. It was a new cancer. So multiple myeloma came into our lives, and, you know, we didn't waste any time. Once again, got our gloves back on and ready to beat the crap out of it. and. Uh, once again he he fought really hard, he did it oh, did it so well. he's so good, but uh it just it was too much. and uh, unfortunately, uh, it did take his life and um, here's my dad cancer lemonade story. His death it was it, as, as horrific as it was. The experience as a whole, um, you know, he fought. He did everything he could. There was nothing any of us could do to change the outcome. But during that time, it was an experience that I never thought I could have had. And, And it was because we became so close. And we were, you know, the last week of his life, we were side by side and literally holding hands and praying. Now, it may sound normal to you or someone else or whatever but my dad and i did not have that kind of relationship so i i just think again as horrible as it was it really brought us together and you know that last week what we needed to say we said to each other and ugh, i know how lucky i am for that I'll never forget it and it will always be you know the bright side of that situation. And so uh the healing began and you know you don't forget, you never forget, but you you got to move on and so I'm I'm just kind of living life and minding my own business and the next thing you know I'm starting to feel sick. I got, I've got issues. I'm losing weight like crazy. Uh, it was really weird. I needed to lose the weight. So I kind of like, wow, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm, you know, yeah, I don't feel good and I'm not really eating, but this is great. I've, I've tried to lose weight my whole life and I'm not hardly lifting a finger and it's just falling right off. Anyways, you get the picture. I'm I'm going to the doctor. I'm having tests run. I'm you know, keeping an eye on this. It's, oh, this is that, this must mean that and every excuse, but not what it really was. So I go through that for months and um I've had enough. So it's November of twenty nineteen and I I'm I'm a lump on the couch. I just can't. I can barely move. I'm so fatigued, and I like Tom. I I just can't do this anymore. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta figure this out right now. And uh, urgent care sent me to the hospital for cat scan, and it was a weekend, you know. So uh, ER physician comes in and says, "Yeah, you've you've got a you've got a monster there." She, she I had a very big tumor in my spleen and she says it's cancer you know we're we're fairly certain that it is and I'm like okay um kind of like it's shocking but you know pretty much my first thought is I don't need a spleen Uh, that's cool you know gosh it could have been something different you know and You know, there's so many things that it could have been. I don't need a spleen. Just get rid of it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so then I wait for my biopsy, you know. We're all just kind of horsing around, waiting for a bed to open up at the other hospital to do my biopsy. And kind of laughing, my friend, my pal called me and told me, you know, yeah, it's spleen cancer. It's common in dogs. And, you know, pfft. Oh, that's great. I got the dog disease. Ha ha. You know, but I'm still hanging on to well, I don't need this thing, you know. It sounds pretty simple. Just you know, maybe a few scars ruin my bikini bod. LOL. I do not have a bikini body, so big joke there. Um yeah, and I got to get that. I got to get that out in the open right now because I will make Really cheesy jokes, and I mean it as no disrespect to this disease. I know I know it means business, and uh, I'm not trying to make fun of anything or anyone. I make fun of myself mostly, and uh I do have respect for the disease. It is my way to uh, cope It's a coping strategy of mine to make cheesy jokes so I get my biopsy, and uh then I'm waiting for days on end for the results. I'm telling you the worst part about cancer for me was just the waiting. It was the same with my dad you don't you don't know what's going on, you're in that limbo phase of you know. Can they just take it out? Will I, you know, am I going to have chemo? Will I lose my hair? Am I going to get sick? You know, what what is going to happen? Just that unknown phase is just, I think that's the scariest part. But, um, so, yo, here's another tip. Try not to get your biopsy right before Thanksgiving. Because I think that really, uh, yeah, that was, that kind of delayed things a little bit. So, I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to just not think about it. And I'm like, Ugh, I can't wait any longer. I need to go get my pedicure. So I, I go go to the salon. And of course, you know, just getting cozy and my phone rings and it's my doctor. And uh, the news isn't what she had hoped to give me, she says. And uh she 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 tells me something i I have to write it down because i I've, I've never heard of it it's she says uh you've got asinar cell carcinoma involving the spleen and so what the who what the yeah what is that and uh the bomb drops and she says um it's a really rare form of pancreatic cancer. I don't know about you guys, but I hear pancreatic cancer, and my first thought is, oh, snap, that is not good. You know, it's we've been hearing a lot about it lately, you know, celebrities and politicians and whatnot. It's just, it's not good. It seems like here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, let's be real. It's not the one you want to hear, so. I need to go home and tell my husband. I'm dreading it. I don't want to tell him. He's been so worried. I know. It's just so hard. That's why this podcast is for family. (laughs) I mean, for me, he's got worse than I do. I'm going to be okay no matter what. I feel terrible for him. So I go home and I I break the news. We just look at each other and just disbelief almost. We just can't believe it. It's just, it was a very tender moment and we just kind of snap out of it. It's, you know, we're busy. We're busy people. It's time for him to go get our daughter at school. And I decide to go tell my mom. I need to tell her in person. She just lives a little bit away from me. So I hop in the car and that was hard too. It was really hard. I, You never want to break your mom's heart, someone who gives you life and does everything for you. My mom is the mom of all moms. She's the most caring and loving person. And to break her heart like that, just quite honestly, it sucks shit. Earmuffs, I'm sorry. I let that one go. But, okay, we're going to make a little Dixie cup of lemonade here because you got to find some lemonade. But we, we hugged and we cried, and and it felt good to be in her arms. And so we all kind of pick up the pieces of what's left of us and move on and Gear up for the next appointment. And uh, that appointment was on the next one. So I think my scan was on the 16th of November. And then December 5th, that was when I was diagnosed. And I think it was the 10th when I had, December 10th, 2019, I had my first appointment with uh, a surgeon and an oncologist. Oops. <laughs> the surgery appointment was cancelled. Uh, my tumor is too big and I've got clots and who knows what clogging arteries going through my liver. it's it's a it's a mess. I'm a disaster. The tumor monster is just it's taken over. I mean, how long has this thing been growing inside me? I get a lot of I don't know answers because my cancer is so rare. You know, they just basically go off of, uh, you know, what what the more normal pancreatic cancer cases uh, do. But um, I find out that SNR cell carcinoma is like one to 2% of all pancreatic cases. So there really is no protocol for treatment. Well, if that isn't you know, alarming. I'm not quite sure what is, but again, you know they're gonna do. I'm gonna have the same treatment as the other ninety eight percent. So um the the chemo is to just prolong my life. Uh I, I I can't have surgery. It will kill me. So no surgery, barely a treatment plan, but we'll see we'll see what sticks and yeah. That was a tough one. That was a tough day. Um, I want to thank my my baby brother Benny Ben he came with and Tom came with and you know again, I'm so lucky to have support so it's it's not looking good i I do manage to blurt out you know. That question everybody wants to know, but nobody. I I didn't want to ask, but I I knew if I left without asking, I'd be upset with myself. So I just, it was kind of like uh, out of body experience. I see myself saying, "How long?" And uh, she didn't know, but she said months, not years. You know, that was her guess, probably based on the other types of cancer. Although the ass in our cell is, if you read up on it. You know the 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 prognosis is a little better, um, not much, but it's it's a little better. So there's that. Um. So yeah, that was a tough day, but you get up, you keep going, and you know what? I I've got a I got a big spoiler alert for you. I'm still here. I am still here. That's what that's what this is all about. inspiration and hope. All hope is never lost. Seriously, I mean, wow. i'm I'm surprised. and you know what? on top of it, I'm feeling pretty good. There's a lot more to my story, and I know how lucky I am. There's a lot more to my story that I'm gonna share. Um, just not right at this moment. Uh, I'd be here for weeks. I just talking nonstop for days. So, um, I will tell you everything, but it was, uh, that was, that was a rough day. We moved forward though. And, um, I'm still here. So, woohoo. I'd love to hear your story. So please uh if you like if you feel like that's something you'd like to do check out my website hellocancerfriends.com and uh share with me what you think. I'd love to hear how you're doing. My next episode it's going to be a doozy. I really don't think you're going to want to miss it. I'm going to have a special guest, a very special guest. So lots of people um You may have heard they have life coaches. This special person, I gave the title of my end-of-life coach. Because she helped me with everything. She, uh, I signed over all of my uh, medical records to her. And uh, she took care of my appointments. She set up second opinions for me uh, all over, uh, miles and miles around where we live. And uh, she just, you know, I'm not thinking about, uh, you know, I'm not thinking about prescriptions and appointments and treatments. I'm like, I'm flipping out, man. I'm like, you know, months, my basement is a mess. I got to get that thing straightened out. I am not going to die with all that crap just piled up in the basement. I mean, just ask my book club. They, uh, oh, jeez, this was awful. Talk about awful. Uh, tornado warning in the middle of book club that I'm hosting and, I got to have everybody safe. But I'm like, I can't have them in my basement. It looks terrible. So, you know, I'm focused on the important things. And uh, so she was there to help me out. And, you know, I was sick too. I just, I wasn't feeling good. And uh, she really... She organized everything so beautifully. She kept my family posted on my progress and the news of this and that. There's just so much information overload. She took it all in for me. She's an amazing woman, and she is my sister. I love, love, love her, and uh, I can't wait until um, I have her on the next episode. You really won't want to miss it. I think it's going to be great. So in closing, I really sincerely thank you for taking the time today to listen. I hope that you can share this podcast with someone you know, someone who's um, maybe been touched by cancer, someone who maybe is looking for inspiration or to hear about Just life with cancer or, you know. And I hope this helps you. I hope you'll be my friend. I want to be your friend. So please share. Check out my website, HelloCancerFriends.com And I will look forward to talking to you next time. And I hope to hear from you soon, too. Take good care. Have a good day. Bye-bye.